Welcome to another day with Jesus. Here, a desire is to help you walk with Jesus, learn from His Word and receive from His Spirit. And now, here's a special podcast for you. Good morning friends. Welcome to our Saturday morning podcast. Today we have Pastor Priji answering our questions. So we are doing this after a long time. The yeah. question answer session has been not happening. So also if you have any questions, then you can email it to us at info at pastorpriji.com. Uh, if not that, then you can connect to us on Facebook, Twitter, also on Instagram. So Pastor Priji, we have few very interesting questions today. Yeah, most of these questions have come to us through social media in fact, yeah. you know, people, these are all real questions and mm-hmm. these are questions from real life situations. It's not uh, imaginary questions and you know, the reason exactly. we've shared it on this podcast is so that there'll be many other people uh, who are going through similar situations mm-hmm. or are counseling somebody who is going through the same situation. So, so that's that's what that's the whole intention of us discussing these questions on this podcast, so that it can really uh, minister to more than the few people who have actually asked these questions. Yeah. So can we begin? Definitely. Let's go into it. So the first question says, "My girlfriend doesn't seem to like me anymore. I am not able to move on. What do I do?" Uh, my girlfriend doesn't seem to okay th- th- here is another heads up this all the questions this morning is going to be from or about relationships or yeah, exactly. specifically about relationships before marriage mm-hmm. uh, you know dating relationships and uh, mm, this question uh, I know the person who asked this question uh, he was going through a really tough time over a year you know since they've had a uh, separation but mm. he's not able to overcome the the whole separation this can happen to any any anybody who is emotional and who has really invested emotionally into the relationship it can happen to that person mm. many many a times i have seen that girls are the receiving end of this because you know girls are more emotional about their relationship sensitive, sensitive about their relationship than guys are but but this question was in fact asked by a guy and uh, I can completely understand how you might be feeling uh, but a year long is a very very long time you know this particular situation but mm. you know otherwise also uh, y- it will take some time for you to get over the emotional weightage that will be uh, that will definitely be there as a result of the breakup uh, but uh, you have to learn how to lean on God, not mm-hmm. on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, we, w- why is it so difficult to get out of a relationship? Because when you're in a relationship, uh, you have learned to lean on that one person. You know, in this mm-hmm. case, he says that, you know, my girlfriend doesn't want me anymore. He, she doesn't like me like anymore. Me, yeah. But I like, I still like her. I still want her. I still want to be in this relationship. Now, uh, that's definitely not a relationship. That is, mm-hmm. that is a one-way uh, thing where the girl doesn't want to be in this relationship. The girl has made it very clear that I don't want to be in this relationship. So I think you should, you should definitely pull back, you know. If you're 100% sure that this is God's will for your life, you should wait, but not for all eternity, not for a year, definitely. Uh, You can wait for a few months. You can wait uh, and see if this person is going to change her mind and come back. 
if uh, for a long time you have not seen any changes any responses then i think you need to reshift your focus mm, you know take off all the emotions that you've been investing upon this girl and invest it into the presence of god invest it into the uh, at the feet of jesus now uh, having said that even if the girl returns back you still need to do it because it's still unhealthy for anybody to have such a, a strong emotional hold in your life that if say that that person is not there in your life your life goes to ruins you know there's nobody in the world who is that precious that they uh, end up taking the place of god in your life exactly, you know exactly. uh, that is a very critical thing if you feel that you know it can it, you might even be a married person uh, you might it might just be your children or it might just be your parents you know these are all genuine relationships i can understand that girlfriend or boyfriend is not a genuine uh, not that it's not a genuine relationship but not necessarily might be a long lasting or a permanent relationship uh, but uh, relationships like parents children husband wife brother sister all of these are you know long lasting almost life lasting relationships but even in these relationships you have to keep your guard up and make sure that you are not leaning on a person so much that let's say that that person is taken out of the picture that your life will uh, will completely get destroyed or that your life your emotions will completely be uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, will will go for a wreck so 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 it's very unhealthy for you to lean too much on a person whatever emotions you have invested into the person uh, move it to god uh, focus in spending time with god focus in spending time in prayer get to know the heart of god more let god know you inside out i think that's the that's the best solution spending more time in prayer and worship will really help also you also if something is exhausting you so much hmm. uh, maybe it's not very healthy so it is not it's not worth it in the yeah. first place you know it's it's definitely the the kind of damage that it's causing your mind mm-hmm. it's definitely not worth it see one of the whole one of the purposes of dating is that uh, you know you get to know that if this person is really uh, the person that i i can spend the whole my entire lifetime with yeah, true. and you figure out that this is not the person this person doesn't have the commitment and the loyalty and the love mm. required to maintain uh, a good friendship even in the even in the pre marriage times this definitely not worth it to you know pursue. go pursue this into marriage or to pursue the person for a long time yeah i hope this helps up yeah one who asked this question so moving on the next question says i am being forced by my parents to marry an unbeliever how do i respond to this oh this this, this is this is, is definitely a serious, a problem. serious and a sensitive problem because uh, we have many sisters who go through this because especially because the parents don't uh, are not from a believing background, background. or they are from a believing background but they don't see the importance of getting the person married to a uh you know a person with the same belief system or the same uh, mm-hmm. passion for god 
and i have seen it over and over again i'm sure that there are there are marriages that has worked you know mm-hmm. marriages of believers and unbelievers that has worked and god's grace came through and you know one of them got the other person got saved or the person did not get saved but is still cooperative and and still allows you to go to church all of that you know i'm sure that there are situations like that but uh most of the people that i have personally dealt with and i have counseled 100 out of 100 times it has been a total disaster the only way out is for the for the guy or the girl whoever is a believer mm-hmm. is for them to become cold you know if oh. they are on fire if they are passionate about god there is absolutely no way that you can do a a regular a beautiful you know christ centered marriage so um knowing that fact and also knowing the fact that god's will for you is to marry a believer mm-hmm. so many times like this week i got a question by somebody asking uh, what if i am missing out on god's will you know by mm-hmm. not listening to my parents but the the whole factor is that god's will is not for you to get married to an unbeliever mm. god's will is not for you to uh, god has revealed his will to us in the bible mm-hmm. in in the scripture it's very clear second corinthians it's verse 14 do not be unequally yoked with a unbeliever it's it's so crystal clear it's not even that you know you have to derive from other verses it's mm-hmm. like you know spot on mentioned there it's direct disobedience to the word of god if we go against uh, that uh, and to add to it when you understand the fact that you know this you know this is god's will for my life this is god's plan for my life if i compromise on god's plan for my life or god's will for my life because of any you know random reason for example let's take esther you know esther who got married to an unbeliever you know and uh, was it against her choice was it that's not very clear bible is not very clear if she was all for it or if mm-hmm. you know if she got forced into it or whatever did god use it for his glory definitely you yes. know god knows how to use it for his glory but having said that was it a sin it definitely was the book of nehemiah ends with the people repenting for uh, you know not uh uh not keeping sanctity in marriage and and getting married to people outside of the intermarriage that people were repenting and weeping and crying in nehemiah the next chapter the book of esther yes. it begins by an intermarriage uh, marriage between esther and esther is a jew jew a jew person is not supposed to get married to anybody outside the community and that's why if you see the book of esther is the only book in the bible that doesn't have the name or the word god mentioned in it you know i'm not saying that you know it was it probably it was intentional or it was unintentional but you know if you want god to manifest his presence his name on your behalf then you have to stand up for god mm-hmm. you have to uh, you know make uh, put your feet down and say okay wait this is i i love you dad i love you mom mm-hmm. but god comes on a higher priority for me uh, the voice of god the word of True. god the will of god for my life that is on a higher priority um, and if you see that many times people in the bible they have uh, done that and uh, you know and they have had to, like for example david mm-hmm. you know david when he went to kill goliath his entire family said are you crazy are you mad you know they all made fun of him they even called him names 
but he knew that this is the will of god for his life if he would have given in to the demands of his family saying oh let me just respect my elder brother mm-hmm. let me just you know listen to what uh, my elders are saying if he would have done that he would have you know missed his destiny his destiny was to be a giant killer yeah. and if he would have listened to the people around him at that time although they are res- you you know it's good to respect and listen to elders it's good to obey your parents whenever whatever your parents are saying is outside of god's will for your life mm-hmm. you have all the rights to disobey them you have all the rights because your first allegiance is to god mm. and if you are ashamed or if you are hesitant to obey god before or or to honor god before people the bible says jesus will be ashamed to ashamed of you when you stand before him in mm. heaven so mm-hmm. so it's better that you know people mock you make fun of you for your entire life i will go to the extent of saying it's better for you to remain single for the, for your entire life mm-hmm. than for you to be married to an unbeliever because that is living hell because you are light and that person is darkness you know you are born of god and mm-hmm. that person is a child of you know in bible's language uh, you know the, his father is the devil uh, who is the father of lies and you know it definitely doesn't end well you know the td yeah. jakes says it this way two people with two different pasts can stay together but two people with two different future cannot stay together wow you know if if you have two different past that's not a problem mm-hmm. you know maybe from different religious backgrounds maybe from uh different families different castes different cultures different communities different nationalities no problem at all but if your future is not the same mm-hmm. you're headed to heaven and your husband or your wife is not headed to heaven is not headed in the same direction then it's a bad call to try to walk together because either you will get dragged into wherever he is going or else you know and there the the probability is very very less for that person to get dragged into yeah. where you are because you've already made a compromise you know there's also this it also answers this uh, point where you know i've heard many many people say this that i would like to ma- marry an unbeliever so that i can bring that person to christ i think this answers that point also definitely that, you know instead of going and putting yourself into the pit mm. it's better you stay where you are definitely don't don't ever confuse uh, evangelism with marriage yeah. <laughs> evangelism is not marriage that's right you you know you don't uh, you you don't buy a car you know just to repair it you know <laughs> like you understand like you you see that a car is uh, not functioning on the road you can definitely you know probably help push you know or uh put fuel for the guy or you know take the guy to a mechanic help the person mm. do all of you but you don't have to end up buying the car <laughs> you don't have to take responsibility for the car and take the car home yeah, it's two different things marriage is a life lasting commitment you know it's not something that uh, on a temporary uh, what if tomorrow you meet somebody else who needs evangelism after marriage you know would you <laughs> would you want to go and get married to that person also it doesn't work that way it's yeah. just uh, ministry is completely different from your your uh, commitment in marriage and uh, get married to a person who truly really loves god and mm-hmm. loves god more than you do and uh, who is passionate more about god and about god's calling and desires for your life then 
than about his plans and you know dreams uh, that's that's the best way to mm-hmm. go forward with it yeah very very true so the next question is like very connected it says that how do i know for sure that i am dating the right person like ah, this, this is majorly this is all the youths have this definitely doubt. definitely i i can i can imagine because we we live in a time and a season where you know we have a very very nice uh, time during the dating phase hmm. and after marriage is when you actually end up seeing the real personality yeah. and the person's face changes the person's attitude changes the person's behavior system changes everything changes after marriage and uh, most often that not it's not intentional it's not because the person is intending to hide anything from you before marriage mm, it is because of the fact that you know after marriage you get to be a little more real and close and more transparent with the other person very vulnerable very vulnerable and that's when the real hidden person comes out you know even after being married for 5 10 15 20 25 30 years you will still be discovering things about your spouse that you've not known in all these previous years you know so so um so you technically might never uh, be able to you know say who i uh, i just know 100 out of 100 percentage that this is the will of god for my life you know mm-hmm. or that this is the person that god made for me in heaven you you may not come to that uh, you it's not like a, a checklist thing you know you check mm-hmm. check 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 okay 100 out of 100 marks i'm sure this guy or this girl is the is the perfect person and i'm dating the right person you may mm-hmm. never come to that but this is where you can reach your trust is not in the guy or in the girl or in their characters or in their mm-hmm. life of course you can see and examine and learn and get to know the person very well but your trust is never in that person your trust is in the jesus who brought that person to you Mm-hmm. and the more you walk with god the more you will be sure of the person you're going to get married to mm-hmm. the more you see it's it's as simple as this you know sasha i know you for a while you mm-hmm. know we've known each other since like 2007 or something now over the over the last 10 years we've gotten to know each other we we know what what we like we know what are the things that i don't like what i like all of those things right mm-hmm. so you don't necessarily have to uh you know fa- you know take me uh, on a interrogating mode to find out the my my favorite food or you know because you know me you walk with me mm-hmm. and all that you need to do to know me more is to walk with me a little longer right Correct. so if you want to know god's will for your life if this is the right person that god wants you to get married to mm-hmm. then all you need to do is continue to walk with god a little longer just continue to walk with god the more you walk with god the more you will know his will his plans for your life mm. and uh, you will definitely 100 out of 100 times i can be sure of this you will definitely you there's no way that if you are continuing to walk with god mm-hmm. that you will not know uh, whether this person is god's will for your life or not yeah. because the more you walk with god the more he will reveal his heart for you the more he will reveal his plans and his desires for you that mm-hmm. is the reason in fact why you should not rush into marriage because uh, you know that is a there are people who teach that you know you should if you have found somebody go ahead and get married immediately 
avoid all temptation there is no temptation of crossing mm-hmm. any boundaries just go get married but i would say no don't do that maintain at least give it at least 6 months you know mm-hmm. where you get to know the person at the same time you get to uh you know get to pray with that person you get to pray and ask god for his plans his will mm-hmm. for your life and uh, it will really help you know it will really help for you to uh you know walk with god and know his plan for your life i think walking with god is the simplest and the best and the only way only for you to way. know that this is the right person uh for you to get married yeah, to because trusting on emotions will uh, lead us to many other decisions definitely definitely because uh trusting on emotions can be you know your emotions may be high today and maybe low tomorrow so you cannot depend on your emotions you know because uh, my decisions may waver on every day's actions mm. like today he acts in, uh, in a different way tomorrow he's acting in a different way so that can change our decision right so, right uh, trusting god i think is the ultimate answer to this absolutely absolutely god. the more you trust god the more uh, you know you will become confident you mm-hmm. will become sure of uh, what god has in store for you yeah. what god has in plan for you Absolutely. don't ever marry who you want to get ma- who you want to get married to marry the person that god wants you to get married to that's the that's the best way out absolutely so the next question says that my boyfriend and i are having major differences and are constantly fighting should we break off or should we try to still work on our relationship now the answer to this question will depend on the previous question previous are you question. sure that uh you know this is the right this person. is the right person for for you if you are sure that this is the right person for you then you know work it out try your best go to your pastor go look for a counselor mm. and uh, and see what are the reasons because everybody is different right everybody's personalities are different so uh, and look for ways to mend mm. your relationship and and ways to grow uh, out of your uh, out of your differences but if it's still not working if it is continually if there is a continual pattern of fights in your dating days Mm-hmm. I think then that that and 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 it's, it's like it's not ordinary fights you know it's like serious principle uh, you know ordinary fight fights could be this ordinary fights is oh I wanted ice cream but he only bought you know um, gulab jamun that is like fights over tastes and preferences but principle related fights are this hey wait I am against drinking alcohol in the house Mm. Uh, but he's constantly given into alcohol and i've been trying to ask him to avoid alcohol i am against uh, you know this these kind of relationships and you know but he's he's for it or she's for it and you know those are principle related fights if you cannot tolerate it right now if mm. you cannot tolerate it you know in your predating days don't get married to that person what is the whole purpose of dating the whole purpose of dating is to see whether you and that person is compatible or not hmm. i've i've heard of somebody who said uh, you know what i am i'm not comfortable with my with my girlfriend um uh, like the the girlfriend is a is a singer and, and travels for for you know a lot of music tours mm-hmm. so he's not comfortable with the girl having so much attention from uh, the guys and everything so 
I think if you're not comfortable with it, then break off now because there's no point of you mm. sitting like this for the next two years. And but this is going to be her life for her entire life. She's going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, if you cannot honor, respect, and you know, accommodate that, then it's better that you break off now than mm. for you to you know drag this. uh for your entire lifetime with your children these are all serious fights continually happening yeah, yeah. Uh, that is that is the whole purpose of dating right to know whether this person is compatible with me or not if mm-hmm. i can really afford to live with this guy or not if you think that you can you these are workable issues not big big stuff mm-hmm. then go look for a third person find some godly counsel as to how to overcome these differences mm-hmm. work on it but it is if it's a continual pattern if it's consistent break off while you still can i will never advise this to a married couple mm. because once you're married it's uh, divorce is not an option uh, but if you are unmarried and if you're still looking uh, for uh, god's counsel on this i think that a consistent pattern of fights for a long time and if it's a serious issue uh, you should definitely put an axe to it and uh, and god will heal you god will take care of you god will take care of her god will you know help you find the right person find him the right person don't have to be hung up on the fact that oh i i can never fall in love with anybody else i have said that uh, in my personal relationships before marriage that i will never fall in love with anybody this was the one person mm-hmm. i don't think i can ever love anybody else but all of mm-hmm. that was not true you know we mm-hmm. any grown up matured married person will tell you that that's not true you when god brings the right person for your life you can everything in your life will change and you know everything can shift from there so how do you uh, overcome this point that you know since you have been in a relationship once mm-hmm. and then you're moving on from it mm-hmm. for various reasons you're moving on out of it how do you heal this in your heart that you know you've been in a relationship oh that's wrong now i don't think having another relationship is right mm. so that is also one thing that you know eats up a lot of people so how will you deal with that uh my perspective would be that you if you are out of a relationship don't get back into a relationship very soon mm-hmm. immediately because uh, if uh, of course there will be definitely that emotional baggage that you'll that you would have carried from the previous relationship so till the time you are able to release that hurts release that baggage is released that expectations because what will happen is uh, you know let's say that the previous relationship that you were in the guy was uh, a guy who was constantly abusing or had a had a bad past whatever then you will constantly be on the lookout for a person who is exactly opposite to that true you 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 will continue to compare every person that you meet with this previous relationship mm. so uh, my suggestion would be don't go into a relationship immediately if you've already broken out uh, wait for a time wait for some time if if the if the hurts have been deep been very uh, you know wounding then look for a counselor look for a godly mentor uh, uh, an elder brother or sister that you can sit with and open your heart with mm. because when you pour out your heart it really helps in healing you know uh, keeping it in your heart 
never helps any any time so mm-hmm. if you can uh, find somebody trustworthy you know who will not make a public uh, thing public rumor out of your personal mm-hmm. story uh, find somebody like that and just just share your heart and it can help you heal mm-hmm. and once you're healed then you uh, then at the right time god will bring the right person and uh, you can proceed with that we have a last question definitely it let's says, go for it is it wrong to kiss hug or hold hands while we are dating <laughs> this very this common question it's a very very common question having said that uh, you know you should understand that uh, you know people the the whole whole perspective about um, this is that you know wait i'm not doing anything wrong if i'm doing this Let, let's let's talk about what uh, intimacy really is Mm-hmm. intimacy is uh becoming transparent before each other you know mm. becoming intimacy many a times is just uh, understood as physical intimacy mm-hmm. mm. but uh bible says this is what the bible says uh, now a man shall leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife mm. and then they shall be one flesh mm. the one flesh aspect is the final point of intimacy hmm. that is what sex really is you know that's where to uh, a, a man and a woman who has been or who has been united together in marriage they they become one hmm. you know that's the final point right now physical intimacy is something that is absolutely 100% reserved after marriage the reason being that if there is no a uh, covenant that is binding that intimacy mm-hmm. then that intimacy falls uh, to the ground it is no no longer sacred it mm-hmm. is just uh, it is just uh, a physical expression but when there is a covenant upon which that intimacy is built up then it is uh, something that will add value to your marriage add value to the love that you have for your spouse now coming back to the question of uh, kissing holding hands uh, or giving a hug uh, in your in your relationship uh, the whole perspective is this is it wrong to do it absolutely not it's not it's not wrong to probably kiss your girlfriend or kiss your boyfriend it's not wrong to hold hands it's not wrong to give a hug uh, however uh, what you should understand is the context in which you do it mm-hmm. if you are alone in a room and you're going to be holding hands if you're going to be kissing it is definitely going to lead to something else mm. so you have to avoid a uh, difficult circumstances where you will be unable to say no mm. where you will be unable where where your body will uh, be in control of you whereas you know let's say it's a public space you know where there are other people who are accountable mm, i still remember when uh, when i was dating when rashmi and i we were dating uh, uh, we all of our public uh, all of our meetings used to be in pastor's homes you know either the pastor in kochi in at his home or uh, or at the home of my mentor here in bangalore you know when she would come here mm-hmm. we would go to their home here and you know that that was the maximum uh, time most of the times that we got were were in those setups and and uh, if if i am ashamed to do something before the people that that i know then i think i should just avoid it if if i am not ashamed of doing it mm-hmm. then you know then no problem if there are people present and you know in front of you and 
and it'll be a shameful thing for you to do in front of that person then just avoid it because it's definitely not a good testimony in this mm-hmm. place in the first place yeah. second if you're looking to uh, to find a private space so you can do it then it's again inviting danger right because yeah. you never know that uh, that you know both either of you it's not just you but it might just be your partner you know either of you will have the control to stop with one thing and uh, exactly. it's 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 very simple jesus said it like this jesus said it's not about even the act of getting into a, a bed with somebody it's just the fact of uh, thinking you know your uh, in your mind you know even if you imagine it is equivalent to having gotten into bed with the person mm. that is why it is necessary so if there is anything that would flame even your even in your thought life if it would if if, if it would flame passion that would uh, lead you into the wrong direction i think you should just avoid it pray mm. there is a beautiful verse in, in song of solomon it says uh, young daughters of jerusalem let me advise you uh, keep your love uh, control your passion mm. don't let the, your love arise before the time is right wait for the right time when the right time comes it's okay but anything outside of that it can be very dangerous yeah. it can really consume and destroy your relationship in fact i've seen so many couples before marriage they will mess up and that actually ended up uh, destroying their relationships instead of uh, you know uh, helping them and uh, and so so tread with caution is it wrong to kiss definitely not but tread with caution have proper accountability uh do it uh, you know if you are you know becoming physically re- expressive be in public be in a public place don't do anything dishonorable or unexemplary stuff which mm. will not be uh, which will which will not good look good you know uh, for a child of god uh, do stuff only that will glorify and honor god mm. you know, that's that's the best way to put that up wow uh i think we're done for today Thank you so much Sasha. Uh, I didn't introduce you on this podcast but uh, you know Sasha is uh, one of the pastors in our church and and it's uh, such a joy to do this podcast and to have you. I think we should do this more often next month. Yeah. Mm, some of the questions that's been coming up is about careers, about making mm-hmm. career choices. So next month when we do the Q&A it'll be on the topic of that. So if there's anybody who who has questions regarding or relating to uh your career choices and what kind of careers you should choose how to determine uh please uh, feel free to send us those questions and and we'd love to have those these discussions that will bless you uh over to you sasha yeah so like just like pastor prujit said we'd love to hear from you let us know if uh, the question answers today has helped you in any way and anything else please connect with us thank you for being with us today we pray that god helps you and blesses you god bless you thank you so much for listening we hope you were blessed and encouraged with these words for more information or to connect with us please visit pastorpriji.com